Welcome to the PBL Simplified Podcast, where we believe if every teacher was teaching as they always wanted to, the world would be a better place. And what we have found is that when teachers are using project-based learning, they're doing just that. They're teaching the way they've always wanted to teach, and leaders are leading the way they've always wanted to lead. You're leading with power and passion and excellence. And we think that that's so important. We've divided our, our whole organization, our life to this. We believe that when 51% of schools are using PBL by 2051, that again, that world is going to be a better place. So it only gives us 37 years. So we're kind of like pushing it here. We need you to have the inspiration and the tools and the experience to build towards this environment where learners are at the center and they're empowered and they're doing the work. As Trevor McKenzie says in Inquiry Mindset, at some point, your learners start to differentiate for themselves because they know what questions to ask, they know where to find the answers. That sounds awesome, doesn't it? If that sounds too pie in the sky like you've never been there, number one, get Trevor's book. Number two, keep listening because this is our second episode on inquiry for a leadership episode. And if you missed the first one, go back two episodes and you can get the introduction. Today, we're gonna be talking about where inquiry fits in your PBL and some very concrete examples of that how you can use them in your classroom, in your school. But before we get there, I want to address the need to know for today, which is actually a carryover from last week, from two weeks ago. That need to know said, how do I get my staff on board with my vision? And he said, well, I think it should be our vision. And you're right, but the leader needs to bring the vision. The leader is the one that helps us be a part of something bigger. Right? And we get to see our place in that. And then we, it can start to become our vision, but the leader's going to bring it. So you have to write it down. You're gonna share it small before you share it big, and then you're gonna talk about that vision all the time. That was the answer from two weeks ago, this need to know. But today I'm gonna to put a little bit of a quarter twist on it. The other way you get your staff to buy into your vision is by sharing stories. You need to share stories, you need to share wins of PBL that are happening in your school. If you don't have any yet, one, get somebody started, put them in the PBL online community, get them moving with resources. You know who your innovators are, get them moving. If you don't, share somebody else's. Let me share one with you. In one of our model school districts in Indianapolis, you should go and visit. Uh, there is an elementary school there and some of the teachers at a PBL unit where their kids, young elementary school kids, created lunch bags for uh, the local homeless shelter. And they didn't just drop them off. Uh, they put artwork on it. They put encouraging notes on them. They also did some blankets for uh, animals and animal shelter. So they're giving back to the community, which is huge, right? In and of itself that our young learners are learning how to give back. And just to have it come full circle, some of the learners were now visiting the homeless shelter later. And they're starting to learn how it works, uh, how they can help again. And lo and behold, a woman's there and she says, well, where, what school are you guys from? And they say their school and she starts to get emotional. And she had a job interview and she was actually going to her job and she didn't have anything for lunch. And these bags were dropped off. She took that bag with her to lunch and she actually, so she had lunch, got, went to her job, that was successful, she kept the bag. Well, guess who she happens to be talking to at this shelter now? The kids are there this same child that decorated that bag for that woman was there and they got to meet. Ah, like how impactful is that for everybody in that room? Like that child gets to hear the story of the impact of the work that she did as a 10 year old 
Like, what is that going to do when she's 18? Like, it just continues to build, right? These, these moments are building up and up and up. They start to build these people that are empowered to go and solve these problems in our community. That's how we change the world. So you say, well, you're, you're going to, well, what are the standards? My first question is, is who cares? Like, that's an amazing story that's changing people's lives. The second answer, if you didn't like that one, is it's all standards-based, right? As they're doing this work, they're doing the research, they're doing the language art skills, they're writing the essays they need to write, they're reading the things they need to read. It's in the scope and sequence that the rest of their school is doing. Like, it's amazing work that is standards-based and it's changing the world. Go for the both and. Don't, Don't play small. This is time to go big because it's worth it for our learners. And you can do that, right? You can do that. We have the structures We've got the supports. We've got the resources for you and your staff to do this. And the, our model schools are doing this stuff, right? And this school was not originally a PBL school, right? So this principal took a chance and said, you know what? I'm in. I can do this. He gave some autonomy to his teachers to do this work. And amazing things are happening. Like lives are being changed on both sides. It's super good work. So if you share that story in a staff meeting, like that's when people can start to see the vision. Like they might not see it. And it makes sense because day to day, like teaching is really hard. So it's like, well, how are you going to get me to do something else? That's the wrong question, right? You want to address the vision piece of like, that's how I've always wanted to teach. I want those stories for my learners. Okay, how do I do that? And then we give them the resources and, and the training and the coaching and everything they need to do that. But first, you need to cast the vision so that people can jump into it. All right, so that addresses our need to know in a different way right? There's always some technical pieces and then there's always some emotional relationship work that needs to happen too. So address it from both sides. Let's jump into inquiry. Inquiry 2.0, if you will, is our second episode on inquiry. You can go super deep on this. Very well connected to PBL, but we want to make sure that we really connect the dots here. So the first topic we're going to tackle is where does inquiry fit into your PBL? And the answer is that Inquiry isn't layered on as an afterthought. It's not like, well, I have this PBL unit. How do I get inquiry in it? You really want to start to create a culture of inquiry where we're continually asking questions. And you might even, you want to become the the educator that answers questions with questions, right? You want to be that person. When a student asks you uh, a question, you're going to ask them a question to see where they're really at, to see if they can solve this on their own. So when we say inquiry isn't an afterthought, Think of it more of like the engine of PBL. It's making things move. We invite inquiry at the onset, like right at the entry event, right as you're launching, you're building curiosity, you're bringing in a community partner and your learners are thinking, who is that? Are they mean? Are they, what do they do for a living? Why are they here? How long will they be here? All of these questions start to bring curiosity and inquiry. And as soon as you have that, you've got your learners because now they're, they're leaning in just a little bit more than they were. They're starting to be naturally curious about this. So maybe you go and visit the community partner. Uh, Maybe you have an entry event letter that's written from a community partner and they do it in such a way that's like, wow, that's, that's really neat. I'd like to do that. Or we had one, one PBL unit where, you know, somebody from the hemophilia society came in and said, Hey, every day parents are going to find out that their child has a genetic disease. There's two things they want to know. Number one, is my child going to be okay? Number two, they want to know everything there is to know about that genetic disease. Hey, eighth graders, would you help us with number two? Would you help us give these parents everything they need to know about this genetic disease? Yeah, I would, right? Every kid, like, heads up and 
Yeah, they're in, right? Because it starts to build that curiosity. Like I could be a part of change in the world, positive change even, right? So finding these ways to create inquiry and curiosity are really important. So the entry event is a great place to bring curiosity in. And then just to double down on that, you have the need to know process. So now you start asking questions of all these things that we don't know brings in a whole other level of inquiry of around the idea of like, how are we going to learn these things, right? Are we going to research on Google? Are we going to have books? Are community partners going to come in? There's so many different ways for us to find these things out. How are we going to do that? So you're trying to build inquiry throughout because that's getting your learners to lean in just a little bit. So once the curiosities are on the table, uh, Trevor McKenzie with Inquiry Mindset would say provocations. These things that are they're provocative, they're getting us to think through. So now in the middle of your PBL unit, you're starting to allow your learners to explore the curiosities. You've got these student-centered workshops. You've got protocols set up where I'm starting to think about different things. I'm, I'm ideating. I'm speculating. I'm making these hypotheses that could be right, could be wrong. And now I'm going to research it to figure out, like, is this going to help solve the problem that we've defined? So you've got these protocols where kids are starting to learn new language. So we like to use the I like and I wonders and next steps. Once your learners start to say, I, I wonder... I wonder if this would work. I wonder if that would work. I wonder if you've thought about that. Both the person giving the feedback is wondering. The person receiving the feedback is wondering. That's all inquiry. And now their brains, like the the gears are turning. You might see a little bit of smoke, you know, uh, and they're starting to develop these skills. You know, you say, well, well, our learners should have critical thinking skills. How does that happen, right? Like, well, inquiry is a great place to, to purposely have these inquiry steps in here where they start to think critically. They have too many solutions and they have to pick one and test it and retest it. That's where they're not just thinking, they're thinking critically, like what will actually work for my situation? And then as you're doing that and they create curiosity in them personally, they're thinking like, how do I learn best? Like in the next PBL unit, you're going to ask like, what went well in the last one? How would you like to learn in the next one? And now you've got them thinking again, how do I learn best? What am I still grappling with? What do I like? And now you start to get into even some of these career exploration ideas, right? So all this can happen at any level K-12. You know, it might look a little different in each classroom. If it's your first year with PBL, um, it's going to look a little different. And if it's your 10th year, right? You're, you might have some things established with your learners that in one classroom that aren't established yet. You might need to talk about these things even more. Although one of the things I love in Trevor McKenzie's book, Inquiry Mindset, is that he goes through the metacognition with us. Like, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm saying to my learners. And he's constantly asking questions. Uh, I think I actually looked it up to see if there's a Guinness Book of World Records for the most questions asked in a book. And I couldn't find it, but I think his book would win, actually. Uh, so I don't know if we can get Guinness to figure that out or not. But I feel like there's so many questions because he's really trying to get us as educators to develop an inquiry mindset. So that's great, Ryan. I see that I should have inquiry in my PBL unit. Like, how do I do that? I should have inquiry, not just in my unit, but in my culture of my classroom. How do I do that? One, ask questions, right? Ask lots and lots of questions. It's okay to answer questions with questions. Uh, some really specific things you could do is wonder boards. I was not a big like bulletin board guy when I was in the classroom. I always had learners that did that. I just don't have that, that wrinkle in my brain. Um, maybe I should have. But what you can do that I should have done 
is to create these wonder boards. What are your learners wondering about? Maybe it was something that they saw uh, the night before, but they've got this wonder. Maybe it's a wonder about the current PBL unit. It doesn't really matter. You're trying to capture the wonderings of your learners, whatever that looks like. Again, K-12, kindergartners might be wondering something very different than a senior, but they're all wondering something in the world because we don't have it all figured out. Maybe it's a Socratic seminar. Maybe it's a curiosity jar where maybe you put in curiosities, your learners put in curiosities, you bring it out and you have a conversation about that curiosity, right? And the whole point is you're starting to bring your learners into a place where they're asking questions and they're getting curious. We'll get back to the episode in just a few minutes, but I wanted to chime in real quick, just in case you didn't know about the five reasons why your principal should put you into the PBL Movement online community. We've got a free PDF in the description below that will give you five reasons that your principal should put you in this online community. Now the PBL Movement online community has two big sections. One of them has on-demand courses. That's gonna give you PBL start to finish. It's gonna give you Community Partners 2.0. Essentially any big need to know that we've taken over the last decade, we've turned it into a course. So you get all those asynchronously, you take them whenever you want. You get full access for a year. You also get access to a private Facebook group that's filled with movement makers just like you. It's filled with beginners that realize there's something that needs to happen differently in classrooms to move kids from passive to empowered. It's also filled with innovators that are PBL certified. They've been doing PBL for a decade. So when you throw a question out, you get answers. You get answers. So if you need a question answered tomorrow that's real quick, that can happen. If you need a resource, if you need a community partner, if you need a brainstorming session, you can get all of that within this private Facebook group for movement makers just like you. So go into the description of this video right now and download the five reasons why your principal should put you into the PBL Movement online community. Trevor McKenzie in the Inquiry Mindset, also he's got this observation table. So it's really just a table with a bunch of cool stuff and like magnifying glasses. So you can just see, what do you observe here? Uh, if something really cool is happening outside of the classroom, you might stop for a second and say, what do you observe? Well, I see an earth mover. I see they're digging a big hole. Somebody else says, I wonder why they're digging, digging that big hole. I wonder if he's going to fall in it. Uh, I wonder if the pipes are going to break. Right? All kinds of interesting wonders because you want to have a culture of curiosity. And a lot of different things happen when you start to create this culture. Uh, we had, uh, in my classroom, we had the learner that had the lowest score on our summative assessment or our formative assessment, NWA. He had the lowest score. And mostly because he wasn't trying was a good chunk of it. But he also didn't ask questions. He learned early on that he asked too many questions and people didn't want to answer them. So after a while, he just stopped. And through the need-to-know process and project-based learning, he found out that if he asked a question, we'd create a workshop. And in the workshop, he could actually get his question answered. He started to ask more questions. And pretty soon, very soon, his NWA score skyrocketed up. He was nowhere near the bottom. Uh, but it was because he realized it was a culture where if you ask a question, we start to create answers. Doesn't mean I just give it to you, right? I'm still going to create some student-centered learning so that you can discover the answer, but I'm going to help assist you. Uh, provocations, just these ideas or questions that are kind of provocative, these things that, you know, how long is a blue whale? Would it fit in our classroom? Would it fit in the hallway? Like all of these things just start to, to change your mindset a little bit 
And when, when learners walk into your classroom, you want them to think, this is a place where I can be curious. This is a place where I can ask questions. And if you're a leader listening, how do you do this with your staff? What if you took some of your faculty time to dream? Have conversations, ask them good questions, not free time, just like you wouldn't give students free time. Don't give your staff just free time, but ask them some really good questions. What are some things that really work in our school? What are the three best things about our school culture? What are three things that you would like to be a part of our school culture that aren't? And just have a question, have them write those down to share them out. Now, what is your staff thinking? They're thinking, oh, my principal wants me to be thinking of solutions. And if I have them, he or she wants me to share those. Awesome. Right? Teachers, you can do the same thing with your learners. We've talked a lot about that, but you can still ask really good questions on a daily basis. Like find some good questions that are interesting that really start to get you thinking. And once you start building inquiry into the culture, I would say culture is like the current of a river, right? If you get in a current of a river, it's just going to take you, right? You jump in your life jacket, you hop in, and it starts to take you down. And sure, you can swim against it, but it's harder. So if you can create a place where it's easier to ask questions and, and be curious, it's actually easier to lean into the work that you're doing because it's what we do here, right? You're starting to establish a, that's what we do here. And that's when you're winning with inquiry. That's when you're winning with project-based learning. So I hope you've gotten a few different tips of where you can bring inquiry into your PBL unit, some really practical tips. Again, if you need some more tips, I highly recommend Inquiry Mindset by Trevor McKenzie. You get boots on the ground uh, advice, some theory, some whimsy, some tools that you can use right away in your school, in your classroom. Tune in next week. We're going to have, have Chad Dumas in here talking about PLCs and project-based learning and how they fit together. I think you're going to love it and it's going to help you lead and teach inspired. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the PBL Simplified Podcast. I appreciate you. I'm honored that you tune in each week. Would you please take two minutes to leave a rating and a review? When you leave a review, it lets the next person know that this is a podcast worth listening to. When they go into their player and search project-based learning and PBL Simplified popped up, when they see those reviews, they know that high-quality visionary leaders are listening. So they tune in too, and they can find their way into the PBL journey. Thank you so much for leaving a review. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you.